This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. the news desk right now. That's because we have a very special show for you. I'd like to call today's interview a conversation with a bad girl and a mean baby. And if you're curious about why I said that and what that means, stick around. To kick things off, here is our love letter to today's special guest. It's the incredible Selma Blair. Selma Blair, where do I begin? This Michigan-born actress rose to fame with roles in cult classics like Cruel Intentions, Legally Blonde, and fan favorites The Sweetest Thing and Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy. Time named her Person of the Year in 2017. She's also Grammy-nominated for her narration of Anne Frank, The Diary of a Young Girl. In 2011, she started a new chapter, becoming a mother to son Arthur. But behind the scenes of her glamorous achievements, Selma was silently suffering excruciating pain and exhaustion, privately struggling with addiction and managing the trauma of surviving sexual assault. In October 2018, she made worldwide headlines revealing her diagnosis with multiple sclerosis, a debilitating autoimmune disorder. She bravely unveils her painful battle with MS in her intimate, incredible documentary, Introducing Selma Blair. After years of aggressive treatment, Selma is now in remission. She has become a pillar of strength for the MS community and continues to tell her story with an openness and candor in her extraordinary memoir, Mean Baby, which is so wonderful. I loved it, and I'm even in it. You're about to find out what I'm talking about. Selma and I decided to sit down for this conversation in a private, intimate setting, and we did it without an audience so we could just be really focused and really vulnerable. This gets very raw and personal. Please welcome Selma Blair. If I get to go on the Drew Barrymore show, the dog is off leash. I, and he matches you. I have dogs and I, oh yeah, hi. <laughs> Reading your book, which there are so many parallels to my own life, basically I wanted to call this conversation of ours Mean Baby um, and the Bad Girl. <laughs> because You were the bad girl, but you never were. You were always good, you were reckless, maybe. Well, it's interesting too because I went to Britney Spears' wedding. I know. And then at one point we got in a conversation where somehow 
we're on the dance floor and I'm like, I, sometimes I just have this narrative in my head, you know, where like I say to myself, like, I'm a bad girl and it's a narrative that like I really fight. And she stopped and she looked at me and she goes, yeah, but isn't being bad fun also? Yeah. And, and then she danced away and for the rest of the night, I wanted to get back to her and say, I think I've gotten too far away from right. it. Right, I can still enjoy things. Yes. Like that's what I was looking for in being a bad girl. We weren't looking to be bad. We were looking to have some fun, yes. have our say, have some control. We just didn't have a guidance thinking long-term. You certainly did great. I was a little more hit or miss, but I've made it to a safer place. Tell me the story about like, let's okay. go back to our personal origin story. Okay. There was, did you ever know? I, I really never didn't. knew if you knew. No, I really didn't. Oh, this changes. I would have been a whole different person. Okay. What happened is when I moved out to New York after college, and I'd always been, you know, um, you know, on the sadder emotional side. I, I drank as a child. I started at seven, my first drunk. But anyhow, I, I get this job on a film. And next thing I knew, they informed me that FedEx letters were going. Uh, claiming I was a heroin addict. Coincidentally, I, I never was a heroin addict. No, you never but, tried it. And, and I never tried it. But you know, it was a real kind of poison pen letter about me claiming to be an agent. And this went on. They got like 11 in one day, 16 in another. They told me and eventually, they, and they fired me before even shooting. And then I hear from a detective, said, we know this is not you, but someone has been writing letters to Drew Barrymore, many poison pen letters signed by Selma Blair. Oh, the heartbreak. I mean, the fear, the horrible. And eventually, long story short, found out that it was someone involved with my father. And he was letting this information get to her. And then when he found out it was her, and I said, I can't, you know, he chose her. I was so excited to right the wrong of other people and come together, the two of us, even though I didn't know all these years, I was trying to get to you. I really wanted oh, to wow. talk to you about the documentary and it had nothing to do with mm -hmm. this. I didn't even know. I wanna heal this moment because it, it, it wasn't real for me on my side, nor would I ever doubt you right. and actually have been a total fan of yours. <laughs> on the side, like admirer for many, many years. It's amazing the things we carry and what is a trigger for us to feel totally powerless. I couldn't have been more blind But and what I have to, to say it. to the audience that might not know, you were my childhood like favorite because really? you were the girl. Thank you, you were the favorite. And I cannot oh. tell you how many people when I was little was like, you look like Drew Barrymore. And I was like, you mean it? And I, I mean, it was such joy. It was such innocence joy of finding a kindred spirit through books or movies, yeah. you know, to look at. That's all. It was innocent and l wonderful. I appreciate. I have and so much wasted love. Applaud so you for talking about in your book about the experiences that you had because of drinking. I'm talking about letting yourself get so out of the picture that anyone, even with their own messed up mind, can do anything they want to you. And the decisions you make and the things you do are not what you would do if no. you weren't drunk. Oh, I was a virgin other than people doing that to me. And then I didn't want them to feel bad for raping me. Like you wake up and you're like, 
Am I supposed to tell him he's nice? Did you tell and, yourself, I put myself here too? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, me too. And it's only now from my mother perspective when I hear how it sounds for other girls listening. Yes, we have a personal responsibility to hope we can take care of ourselves, but unfortunately young people don't always know how. How did you find the bravery to put it in the book? So bold and I'm so I was applauding. talking about it with Brittany, who's my dear friend and also my book agent. I started talking about this time and so by the time I was in college and I went on this trip and I'm down in Key West, it was like a day of drinking on a boat and and um and I was attacked. It came on friendly, but it was attacked and it was two and I was so sick, I remember vomiting and and I wouldn't cry and I, I, I got back to the place and um, I had to just go on with the day and go on a scuba diving trip and knew I w wouldn't tell those girls because they would, then I would have to go to the hospital because they probably knew that that's the right thing and then what if I had a disease? I didn't want them to know. I'd have to find this out. You know, I thought I had AIDS. I mean, for a long time it was, um, oh God, that's so frightening. I can't put that in the book. People will think, oh my God, who is this person? Why do you choose to put it all out there? It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah. You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Why do you choose to put it all out there? It's so brave because everything you just said about, I don't want to tell my friends, these are demons for me to own. And I thought about your son and how you could be a mother that teaches a boy. I pray. That that behavior is obviously nowhere near acceptable. He doesn't know those parts, he has, but he does know, and I did tell him that a teacher that I loved had trespassed against me. And I wanna tell him that because it might happen to him. I mean, it might happen to all of us. And and a friend of his. It could happen to a friend. Yes. And it's like, this is, these are things the that odds. stick with you. These are, there are ways. And I tell him even, there was a lovely teacher I had when I was little, but she would tell all the boys, you carry a sweatshirt and put it in your locker in case a girl in this class has her period. And you offer that to her to put around her waist if there's an accident. You boys, you don't have it. You look after the girls. And those boys did. They weren't great about everything, but they listened to that. Something stuck. Like, they'd be embarrassed they don't have... And I taught that to him like so early because I wanted to be able to talk about that. I want to talk about your mom. What was it like to grow up with that voice? The, the things she said to you are hard to fathom. I know you guys had this in love. We were in love too though. Very Norma Desmond, old mm -hmm. Hollywood, like 
beautiful, comedic, got each other's references. Mm -hmm. It's I did Grey Gardens. I sometimes right. think of that God, like the people so did not By understand way, that love so story. Good. Thank you. I mean, it really was. I was blown away. I was like, you've done it. You transmuted. You transformed. You're there. And it was such a gift because it was their love through this n dysfunction. But there was real love, and for you to play that, and for me to see my own mother and I in that, especially towards the end of her life. How did you process when you were a kid when your mom would say these critical things to you? Oh, Selma, you don't look good here, or? It was her love language, and I knew it. I knew even her insults were love. They were attention. And if she could get around to saying I was pretty, to believing I was pretty, I did not think I had any other talent. I thought maybe I could write a book like on a note card because she loved that. And But she did tell me, you need to write, you need to write, I will edit, I will edit. And she's a very clear, good editor and I wish I would have had the confidence to meet her with her talents and my talents and really create something. But I didn't have ages. it. I didn't have it in me um, to find it that early. I didn't totally, totally happily quit drinking until she was far removed like from my life. <clears throat> so I didn't meet it in the way I wish I could know her. I don't know a thing about my mother. I don't know a thing. Really, I don't know As what's an adult. true. Yeah, I don't know her who she was. She would kept it so close to the vest. It was all meant to disarm people and keep them away. Do you think you are happier after telling all your truths as a whole and on a daily basis? Yes. 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 I have joy like I've never known. Right now, today, with you. And it will be fleeting. It might go, and today I could beat myself about something, but I won't. I stop and I say, you have a couple friends out there. Like, you really do, Selma. And, and, and you can breathe, like, it's changed. Life will change. Life will change, and sometimes it will be so scary. I wish I had someone that came down and said, when I was little, you will okay you will be okay and you will be able to stop drinking I had no idea I had hope until I saw my son and I love him more than anything and I think oh god if he started drinking right now or if he started doing the hurtful things to girls that people did to me do you think if you hadn't had Arthur I'd be dead This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. to say I'm gonna preface this because you are in my book and I'm gonna and and I'm so 
I mean, I'm just so happy I, I'm at this place to just look at it with perspective. But something, you know, this book covers kind of a lot in a general way, but it's, it's emotional and, and pure to me. We're kind of a lot. Right. We're kind <laughs> of a lot. Okay. I mean, it's taken many years to feel okay. I am now just in my adolescence. Like right now I feel, but good. As a child for so long. I mean, so long, I'm only now at 50 going, wait, I have a future. By the way, um, was it true that there was a moment in Legally Blonde that maybe Vivian mm -hmm. Kensington and Elle Woods were gonna okay. sail off into the sunset? In my dreams, like I didn't write that, but no, someone had mentioned it because someone erroneously um, thought so, but it did end originally uh, with us together and Vivian had blonde hair. Yes. And so it was like, oh, I'm like blonde now too. And I was like, we're the lawyers club and we were friends. We were obviously, you know, like best friend ending, but of course the ending of her really moving and finding her strength, you Which know, without anyone, without changing any one thing is a reshoot. That was clearly a reshoot. Cause I know the wigs and I, Luke. Luke. <gasps> oh my God, Luke was your boyfriend. Yes. Oh my God. This is my 90s self going nuts. Cause I I'm like, know. oh wait. I mean, we were probably dating other people at the cute. same time. He so was, cute. Wait, Legally brought Blonde 3. I'm really I'm excited about it. Mindy I, Kaling. I mean, all amazing. I've been so kind of... Are you in if they... Um, yeah. Like, as if I'd say no. I you know. know, like, I will say yes. I will beg, maybe, yeah. secretly. Quite, you know, like, I'm thrilled for a cameo. See, you and one, I are... I'm just one of that. be there. It's like, I'm not, like, one, sure who wouldn't love like a part, but yeah, I just want to be there. I want to enjoy it. I want to see this movie have this energy again because we, we, we need and love it too. You know, you we really do. You lightning in a bottle with that. And I love that you're like that. I'm the same way when people are like a Charlie's Angels 3 or you know, when people act coy about right. stuff, I'm like. <laughs> I know, I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. I would love to be on that set. Yeah. I would go visit any set Reese is doing and if I even got a cameo, but like any of us to be back, you know, together, like it's so appreciated now. Like just at this stage of my life, I might not have felt that 10 years ago. Like I might not have understood where I was and now it's like, oh yeah, these are the gifts. These are just the nice reconnects. And if I can grow up and be any part of that, I'm thrilled. Like I love acting. I haven't gotten back into it. I don't even know how to approach that, but I do. I miss those days on set of family. It's like, I do want to do these things. It's like, okay, I'm still young enough to, to get a little light on me and want to play someone, but I, I'm really in a chaotic shift right now. Yeah. I am, and I'm gonna enjoy the chaos and let it be messy, but I do have to be careful. Like, okay, put it where I want. Like, I love that, you know, of course you get projects and you're like, okay, put it in that and do. Yeah. But yeah, the acting, I would love to come we back with this. We talked about Guide Beauty. I love that you're a fan of this. of the show. We knew about this the whole time. We love Guide Beauty. This is, I'm now the CCO. Oh my God, I'm getting like a real title. The Chief Creative Officer of Guide. But this was, there's this woman, Terry's makeup artist, wonderful friend, and now, and she got Parkinson's and her hands were really, you know, her body, the movements, even though I'm doing great with my MS and I'm in remission, I still do. And when it's time to take medicine again of this, I do get <clears throat> like that. There's like a hiccup that comes up now that I'm focusing on it, it'll kind of come in. And it's different for everyone, whatever. So I get speech and movement things. So this is like a good balance near my eye. It's a silicone nib, you know. So yes. it's like, I try and put eyeliner, I love, but it's like there'll be the wooden when I'm doing it myself and someone can't see what I'm doing. It's like, I'll poke my eye, I got a corneal abrasion. And then when I saw this, it was great getting to do it again and figure out 
you know, that I can put it on and I like using this as the lip liner. So like I'll put this on my favorite lip and then I can get a better line. But that okay. is the eyebrow one. I love, and this I is love exactly an eyebrow. what I want. What's so great about it is you hold it like the, so you hold it by the ring if you have problems with your dexterity or holding something. So then this way it doesn't fly out of your hands. You can kind of keep it and it's shorter than some of the other ones, like the brushes. Mm -hmm. I love how simple it is. I love that it's inclusive design. You are as right as rain in my books. Thank I love you, all of your truth. Thank you, as are you, I love you. And I just, I not only like and love you, I, I'm learning from you, I'm in awe of you, I'm admiring. Thank you, I've felt these ways about you for so long. You've been doing it all along, but, but thank you. And it does mean so much. I mean, it means so much to even think with love now instead of fear. Thank you, Selma Blair. Stay right here to find out how you can help fight MS. We'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We only have one minute left and I want to spend it telling you about an incredible organization working to help those living with MS. The Multiple Sclerosis Association of America, also known as MSAA, is a nonprofit dedicated to helping not only those living with MS, but also their families and care partners because they are important in this process too. They offer various support services, such as educational programs, safety and mobility equipment, as well as help with a helpline and MSAA's trained specialists. Now, I encourage you to visit their website to learn more about how you can support mymsaa.org. Really, I just wanna send the biggest thank you to Selma Blair. She is an absolute hero of a human being to me. I love when we can invite people in to the raw and the real and the vulnerable and the funny because she is all of those things, but her strength is something that's just incomparable. So I wanna wish her good luck on this upcoming season of Dancing with the Stars, and to all of you, thank you so much for coming today because we make this show for you. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.